Good evening, Patriots. And it's still Monday, April 25th in the year 2022. Remember to get good sleep. And to get good sleep, you're going to need to have good sleep products. That is MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the home landing page for Bards Nation for one of the best sources of good sleep products. Sheets, Giza cotton sheets are on the top of the list. Pillows, MyPillow Classic. Giza cotton sheets are down as low as 60% off. MyPillow Classic down to as low as nineteen ninety eight. Men's and women's sleepwear, 50% off. My slippers, 50% off. You can take advantage of all these savings with your Bards promo code, Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And you'll get all sorts of great deals throughout the entire site on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and the My Store site. You can use the same promo code. And of course, when you buy right now, during this period, when you use your promo code, you're going to get a copy of Mike Lindell's book, his story from his Days as an addict to one of America's greatest CEOs. And that's complimentary with every purchase. So check it out, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. You can use your promo code. All right, I'm sorry, you can also call 800 975 2939, 800 975 2939 to talk to a Patriot Pillow counselor, a real live person, and they'll hook you right up on everything you need. Again, mypillow.com, promo code Bards. Patriots, I'm going to start out tonight with a little different piece. I want to play a piece that came from Mike Adams' broadcast today. We just got off of the interview, obviously, previously part one of a two-part interview with Dr. Brian Artis. This injection that we're dealing with here is a complex system. It has many moving parts to it, and essentially... I'm truly believing more and more that this entire operation is designed to, for Satan to, Satan to develop dominion over all of God's creation. Round one was complete in that many people, by their free will, took the injection and have put in within them some form of the seed of the serpent and with that, other things that were in the injection. We know that injections are not consistent, that they found different mixes across different areas. And so we're now into phase two, and the idea is to utilize those that have taken the injection by their free will now to drive many more or as many as possible into more into accepting an injection of a different kind. And each one of these times is the idea of Satan co-opting God's children over to him. And so round two, I do believe, is coming up. So take a listen to this. This is eight minutes and 37 seconds. I don't usually play a piece that long, but I think it's worth listening to. This attorney, and Mike Adams will announce who his name is after we get into it a little bit. So just bear with it. Because I don't remember his name right offhand. I just got this piece a little bit ago and literally just finished it, re- listening to it like one minute before the show started. But it's um, it's worth listening to. I do know of this attorney. He's sharp. He's done some great, great research. I don't know how valid all of this is yet, but I have heard other things like that. That's why I think it's worth listening to. So take a listen to this scenario that's up and coming, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it after it's over. Eight minutes, 37 seconds. 
the bioweapon was engineered as a PSYOP and as an economic battle weapon, COVID, for the jab uh, to be brought in, not the other way around. And then the boosters are boosting the operating system yeah. with the graphene oxide hydroxide through uh, the vectors of the 5G and, and um, directed energy weapons do, but they are going to go into that in detail. And from there, I will turn it over to you to start, Todd. We know that Marburg is not particularly contagious, but it has an extraordinarily high rate um, of fatality. And we know the mechanism by which this will be released. And that is inside of these shots that people already received, inside the lipid nanoparticles, the hydrogel, there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened. Those pathogens are chimeric. They include E. coli Marburg, Ebola staphylococcus, and brewer's yeast, amongst others. We know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system that is now employed across the United States and the world for that matter, um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal uh, for one minute, three different times as a pulse, it will cause those lipid nanoparticles to swell and release these pathogenic contents, thereby causing a Marburg epidemic that they've already spent the money on. They've already, it's already done, right? The Marburg epidemic for purposes of the law has happened and now we just need the actual uh, disaster to happen. And, and there's actually worse parts to it than that, including the 1P36 gene deletion that effectively will turn those poor people into zombies. As odd as that sounds, our government's preparing for that. But the FEMA have already put out zombie commercials uh, and yep. CONOPS on that, correct? That's correct. If you look at CONPLAN 8888, STRATCOM put that out in 2011. On page two, they say, oh, this is just for examples, just for demonstration. You know, don't don't worry about it. So we don't offend other countries. The problem with that is you look through that con plan. It's all about five different types of zombies. There isn't anything in there about opposition forces. There isn't anything about winning political battles or counterinsurgencies. It is only about a zombie apocalypse defending it. And you will see that every NIMS compliant practically agency or, or whether that's state, uh, local or federal, has already had their zombie apocalypse preparedness training. They've already done their practice. The CDC has had a zombie apocalypse preparedness website up for the last five years. Now they've reduced it to a PDF cartoon. Even in the Amazon Web Services contract, the force majeure clause, I believe it's Article 41, states that we're not liable for damages in case there's a zombie apocalypse. This is coming, folks. And, and the serious adverse event report Pfizer put out post-marketing. They, they had put out as part of a FOIA. The number one serious adverse event was the 1P36 gene deletion. You look up the symptomology for that. It is the elimination of the frontal cortex and a propensity to bite. What's very odd about this is this was the symptom post-vaccination. That disease is a congenital disease. It means you're born with it. So how is it then possible that this is the number one serious adverse event from the Pfizer shots? So, wow, pretty pretty shocking information. And I do want to talk more with attorney Todd Callender, because I think his message is really critical. I've got a lot of questions for Mr. Callender on this, but to summarize what he is saying is that he believes, and, and he has a lot of supporting documents for this as well. This isn't just some belief out of thin air. He has come to this conclusion rationally based on documentation and evidence. And he believes that there will be a 5G activation of chimeric Marburg viral components that have been 
sort of prepositioned in people's bodies using the COVID vaccine through the mRNA gene alteration technology. And that this the these Marburg components, which is an you know a hemorrhagic fever biological weapon, and it could be just a payload component of what was injected. It doesn't have to be all of Marburg. It could just be the the parts that make you bleed out and everything. But he believes that there will be an 18 megahertz broadcast from the 5G cell towers. Did he say one minute each? A series of three uh, broadcasts at that frequency. And he says that will rupture the cells that are already being engineered in your body with the Marburg components. And then when those cells rupture, that will essentially release the chimeric payload of, you know, well, toxic nanoparticles and proteins, bioweapons, in essence, inside the bodies of those people who have been vaccinated. So he's saying there will be a moment where the, there'll be a, a, you know, a broadcast from the 5G towers and then, boom, everybody who's been vaccinated or most would suddenly be overwhelmed with Marburg, you know, symptoms uh, stemming from the, the nanoparticles. And he specifically talks about the 1P36 gene deletion. Now, I'm, if you start digging into 1P36 gene deletion, this is freaky stuff. And, and I'm, I'm going to say that I, I don't know all the details that Todd Callender knows. I would love to interview him and ask him some more questions. So I'm not yet convinced that this is all absolutely going to happen, but it is feasible. It is plausible. This is not science fiction anymore. This is absolutely a plausible theory, which would explain why they're using mRNA gene alteration technology to, to alter your chromosomes. This is through transfection in the cell nuclei to change your genetic code to cause your body to churn out what are essentially alien proteins or alien to the human body, which could include these chimeric uh, Marburg or, or other types of payloads. But one of the effects of this, as Todd Callender is explaining, is the 1P36 gene deletion. And this is a known medical problem. What happens if someone is born without the 1P36 gene? And you can even go onto mainstream websites. For example, I'm looking at Medline Plus. Trusted health information for you. It's medlineplus.gov, okay? This is a government website from the National Library of Medicine. And you can just go to any search engine and search for 1P36 deletion syndrome, okay? And 1P36 is all together, no spaces or dashes or anything. The numeral one, the letter P, numeral three, numeral six, 1P36 deletion syndrome. And let's see what Medline Plus says this is. Remember, trusted health information from the government. And, and remember, this is in the context of what Attorney Todd Callender is saying will be a zombie apocalypse. So here's the description of 1P36 deletion syndrome. It says it is a disorder that causes severe intellectual disability. Most affected individuals do not speak or speak only a few words. They may have temper tantrums, bite themselves, or exhibit other behavior problems. Most have structural abnormalities of the brain, and seizures occur in more than half of individuals with this disorder. Affected individuals usually have weak muscle tone and swallowing difficulties. 
They often have a small head that is also unusually short and wide in proportion to its size. Uh, Microbrachycephaly. Yeah, okay. Affected individuals also have distinctive facial, facial features, including deep set eyes with straight eyebrows, a sunken appearance of the middle of the face, a broad, flat nose, a long area between the nose and mouth, a pointed chin, and ears that are low-set, rotated backwards, and abnormally shaped. I swear he just described Fochi. Man, that's crazy. But, you know, in all seriousness, um, we've been discussing this for some time, and I think that if we're going to be very honest about this whole issue, and it's, this was a massive organized strike on humanity and for us to think that this is simply going to pass if anybody's thinking like covid's over i would say it's just beginning um so you all know brad cummings who was the he's been on the show before he was the he's the general editor for the founder's bible and he and i had a pretty good conversation about this earlier today about this episode and this, these findings, even though I didn't listen to it, he was telling me a bit about it. And then I didn't listen to it till just before the show. But the, the point that I think Brad makes, which is really good is kind of what I framed at the beginning, which is all of this is about Satan trying to develop dominion over God's creations. And it's going to happen in waves because right now the greatest threat to Satan's dominion is us. That's the remnant. Us that stand strong, that don't bow, that don't accept the shot, that won't waver. So the next wave of this is this Mauberg thing, which they've been talking about. And if you start to dig into the regulations and we start to really step back and we look at this insanity, like aborting a child six months after birth, what is that? My guess is what we're seeing is they're setting up rules knowing the sort of horrors that are coming. So let me explain. I think they know there's just going to be absolutely insane birth defects coming out of this. Dr. Kerry Madej has already alluded to it, that the things that they're seeing in these, when they're at the in vitro clinics where they're, they're doing infertilization literally in a Petri dish, the, the defects that they're seeing are not explainable. And they have no idea what they'll lead to, but they are alive. And so they're destroying these early on things. And so I think that what we're seeing is the state is preparing a series of rules. You heard uh, the, the attorney mention, it's Todd Callender, I believe, it mentioned that the rules that are in place for this already in place, as he said, Mauberg's already happened. We just need the event. So they've already passed all the legislation to make it happen. They know this is coming. And they know that they're going to strike this way because ultimately these are the sorts of things that they have to do in order for Satan to gain dominion over people. There's obviously there's a rise in the love of God. There's a a rise in the strength and the rock of faith that people are walking on. There's an awakening to the evil which we're facing. And so they're going to have to create an event. Now the interesting thing about this is Mauberg is not very transmissible. And even though I know we know that there's some some sort of transmissing, this is where I default back to 
Dr. Artis's explanation that the transmission that we're feeling is that you're experiencing is kind of like this venom protein that's causing a sickness, but it doesn't linger. The, the, if what Todd Collender is actually saying is true, I mean, I don't doubt his research. I just don't know if it's going to manifest that way, but Marburg would be the ultimate thing to have happen because one, it's not very contagious but it's extremely dramatic because with Mauberg, you're going to start seeing people bleed out of their eyes and out of their nose, out of their mouth, out of their, all their orifices. And that's panicking. And so they can say, they can call it what it is. And, and because they've got control of 5G and because we don't really know who's vaxxed and unvaxxed and people are not going to use their head and go, are you vaxxed? By that point, they won't be able to anyway because this neutering of this gene in their body is going to make them unable to speak, and then you're going to hear just see gnashing of teeth. So you're gonna it's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, I will say this: it would make one heck of a TV series. So if you've got if you can get a camera ready, we could put together a Bard's Nation zombie apocalypse series when this is over. That'll be pretty amazing. I'll tell you that, and it won't, we won't need actors. Just go hang out with your neighbors and like, oh, remember what I've told you all along. This is pretty important. When your neighbor comes out of the house and starts eating his cat, you can pretty much guarantee they were injected. I don't, I was joking then. It doesn't sound like I was that far off. <laughs> this is, this is really, really going to be, look, all I can tell you is they start to chew on your bumper. Just hit reverse. And if they're going to chase your tires and start biting the rubber, hit the brakes and back up. <laughs> I'm telling you, this stuff doesn't get any crazier. Oh, this is too much. We are literally living in Crazyville. So biggest thing about this is they want everybody to be afraid. And it's part of the reason I bring this up is not to get everybody freaked out. Like, oh, no, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go get myself a male suit, male meaning steel male. So just in case we have a gender issue, like, what are you talking about? I'm a woman. I don't want a male suit. No, not that type. Anyway, um, you probably, that is interesting. When you butcher animals, you have to wear a, a chain mail. It literally is a chain mail apron, and I'm, I've got a chain mail glove. I think I'm going to start wearing it start driving with it just in case like I have to punch a zombie or something like I have a chain mail on me. So the, um, the biggest thing about bringing this up and my, and my, my logic in, in this is one, it's information to keep aware of Two, This gives us an opportunity to start working through. If you have anxieties over it, to start working through a couple of things, which I, I that's what I kind of want to zero in on tonight. Fear is one of the reasons we have fear is that we don't feel like we have an, a way out. And when they trap you with a narrative, and this is a PSYOP technique, you trap some, you kind of in, envelop people with a narrative. They feel that th that narrative becomes the truth which they live in and there's no way out of that truth. And that's when their anxiety goes up and the fear goes up and it's easier to control the people. That's essentially it. So if you think about the whole COVID thing, they surrounded everybody with institutions 
of pressure and media messages of the end of the world. And they pressured businesses to comply. And many businesses were already in on it, like Costco and Home Depot and Kroger. They all knew this was coming. And if you ever doubt that, just go back and think how long it took them to get custom-cut plexiglass panels for every one of their registers overnight. And tell me how that happened. They had them all in storage. They all knew it was coming. So my point is that when they overwhelm people with a message and a narrative, then there's no escape. And that's when fear takes hold. Fear or vicious anger and hate, but it's pretty much the same core of emotions. So part of the point of dispelling a narrative is to elevate the narrative like we just did. So this is a potential outcome, some pretty solid evidence to suggest that they could do this. And that way it gives everybody time to kind of process and to start creating an action plan. So let's walk through a couple of things here. Let's say that they pulse the 5G wave. The first questions, I mean, there's a number of questions that need to be asked right now, which are important, which is why are they waiting? What's the delay? And if the 5G is active, why is it not triggered anybody yet? So what we learned from that piece is that apparently there's a specific frequency that they pulse and they have to pulse it for one minute each, or one minute three times, and then it will apparently, according to this, release certain pathogens that have been pre-staged within the lipid nanogel. Now, to go back to Dr. Artis's interview, which again, remember, part two is tomorrow night, he was very clear that the venom pro spike protein, the venom-based spike protein, was wrapped in a lipid nanogel. So we're, we're seeing that you know, there's many layers to this bioweapon, and the whole objective was always to get shots in arms. That was the objective. So let's kind of go back then and walk through this narrative. What we don't know, what they want us to believe, and we can't count on anyway, we don't know if there's anybody that is really on our side because the narrative runs something like this, that the deep state is well-organized and has implemented a master plan and that the government is now in on this, getting prepared to fight the zombie apocalypse, which doesn't exactly make sense, but that's okay. And so they know that it's coming somehow, and they know that they're going to have to fight it, which then begs the question of like, if you know it's coming, why can't you stop it? Those are, I would, those are just things I'm putting out here, which kind of help dispel some of the anxiety. So maybe it's of a much higher order of power than they have control over, and they know it's coming. They have no control over it. And so my next question would be, well, if you know it's coming, if you're in those positions, why aren't you fighting it now? That may just be excused as human behavior. All we have to do is look around your neighborhoods and see how many people really care about the zombie apocalypse, and I think you'll probably discover the answer to that one. And, But we can say that there's been a tremendous emphasis on drilling home the zombie apocalypse. You've had countless zombie movies. You've had countless years of this series. It's actually 10 years, I think, that The Walking Dead has been going on, and it's in its final season, which will be interesting to see how that plays out because there's all sorts of deep programming in that. And then you've got Fear the Walking Dead, which is the new series which started last year, and that's carrying on. And you had you know World War Z, which was, and I think they're coming out with a sequel to World War Z. So there's a heavy emphasis on all of this. 
And so zombie apocalypse has been a constant theme in the gaming area and in the movie area. So we know that they're doing some heavy-duty programming. And the reason that's important is it's the same reason for the pandemic. So let me give you a point of this. The pandemic only, they arranged to have key elements in our population killed. So one of those was people in the nursing homes in New York. And I think that many of those died by virtue of, I, I actually killed them. Like, I've already read reports that, and I can't confirm these yet, but I have read reports that many of the elderly were, some of the elderly were actually alive when they were thrown into freezer trucks and frozen to death and killed. So, I mean, there's some pretty horrific things that may have happened. I'm cautious on that because I can't totally verify it, but I have no doubt there were some pretty ugly things that happened. And so by creating enough death, then they were able to fan the flames of those who died in terms of creating the myth of a pandemic and then to went into all the protocols of a pandemic. So we already know that they have the protocols to make a pandemic look real in place. And we know that the chain of command of idiots is massive and the chain of command of willful drones is even greater. So all you need is a few instances of a Mar Marburg type scenario. At this point in time, they have already tagged and tracked every single person who has taken and not taken the injection. Furthermore, my theory is that with the amount of data that they're able to pull, they're able to identify who is actually in a, a prime candidate to have these sorts of pathogens activated. I think that some of this period of the injection was a culling out, meaning killing off of a number of people. And that's why they named everything COVID so they could continue to inflate those numbers. And I think that what they're preparing for, they only need one or two cases of Marburg. Maybe they need, I might say one or two, it's probably a little bit of an exaggeration. All you really need is about two or 300 cases. And you can call it a pandemic very quickly. And with the graphic nature of Marburg and the ability that they're showing us that they can create a proxy war by virtue of green screens and PSYOP out of Ukraine, you can expect they could take one small instance in this country and once again fan it up to be a panicville and launch the military and lock things down. And with the military injected to a large degree, I have no idea what level of control they have over them, but we do know that these vaxes have a pretty significant measure of influence on the brain. So what does that leave us? Well, it takes us back to God because these are things that are not within our control. You can only really focus on that which you can control. Anything bigger than that, because you're not going to, if this is zombie apocalypse is actually going to happen, then let it because there's nothing you can do about it. And there's no reason wasting any time worrying about it because it's an already a done deal in that perspective. But what you can do is you can do some basic preparing and give yourself some peace of mind. So here's a few examples. Without going crazy on this, I would I would look at a number of things in, in your life. I would look at if you're in an inner city, I mean, I'm that's probably if you can't get out, you're not going to get out of the inner city quickly once panic starts. You know that. So come up with an action plan to keep yourself safe in your home and having plenty of food on hand. We're back to the food thing. If you're in a suburb, there's enough space to see your neighbors walking down the street eating cats before they get to your house. 
So you might want to just fortify your house and with food and making sure you have good locks in your doors and probably have yourself a defense plan for your home. If you're in the country, make sure that you've got some visibility around your property and, and you're going to be in a little better shape. All of that is, though, you need to get to know your neighbors of who's been vaxxed and who hasn't. That's going to be pretty important. And if and do keep yourself situationally aware. That's a big deal, okay? Don't just take for granted walking down the street that everything's going to be same old, same old, and everything's going to be okay. We're in a pretty critical time right now, and there's a lot of evolving threats. I'll give you an example. It's totally unrelated, but it's a point in case here, So, or case in point, sorry. Um, there was a security guard. I saw the footage the other day, and it was just stunning. There's a guy drives up in, an, in a what looks to be a reinforced armored, meaning like bulletproof glass and bulletproof sides, uh, Escalade, Cadillac Escalade, which is a very typical vehicle they use for private security. And he's a security guy, meaning that's his job is to help su- protect somebody. That's his job. So he steps out. And it's, it's in the afternoon, and he's kind of got, you know, he looks like he's preoccupied with whatever he's doing, and he gets out of his car, and he's in some bad area. Of, not a, it's not a great area of town. And as he gets out of the car, and he, as the vehicle, and he's walking down the street a bit, a guy comes up from behind. This is black-on-black crime, by the way. I just want to highlight that, because just in case we have any confusion on this one. And... The guy comes up walking from behind, and as he casually walks up, he reaches in his pocket, pulls out a gun, and shoots the guy in the back of the head and kills him. And the, as the footage goes on, everybody passing by just kind of looks down at the guy and keeps walking like he's dead. He's bleeding out, but no one cares. What's my point? To worry about something like a zombie apocalypse and not be concerned of your situation on something like that is foolhardy. Every one of us right now has a responsibility to be situationally aware. And part of being situationally aware is know your environment, be smart about things, take some general precautions. When you park somewhere, pay attention to who's around you, pay attention when you get out of your car, don't get sloppy. When you're coming up to your vehicle, as an example, have your keys ready if you have an automatic lock be prepared to unlock your car, but also be prepared to hit the panic button if you need to to make noise and get into your car. Simple things. Carry, you know, carry some pepper spray. Probably a good idea. Those are just a few things, and I'm not going to get deep into this tonight. This isn't really the point. But as we start to work through some of these action plans, and then we start having these conversations with God about this, these things start to work together because part of when we disempower ourselves willfully, it's very hard to get out of the anxiety mode. But when we empower ourselves with solutions and we start working through, we come up with a scenario and we provide a solution, come up with a scenario, provide a solution. It may not be the perfect solution, but within all that framework, pray on this. Let God's wisdom settle in, have faith and trust in him. You know, the one thing that strikes me about this description that we heard is that they said that people bite themselves. And so you can imagine if you're seeing somebody, and it's, it's interesting, if you watch the movie World War Z, they already apparently know this, 
or knew this when they did the film because people are gnashing their teeth. You hear that? They're all trying to chomp something. So apparently they were already planning this whole thing in that film. It was just early programming. But but point being is that it's all, if you listen to kind of the details in that under Mauberg and under the gnashing and the fact that that deleting of genome makes them bite and chew on themselves, those are fear elements is what I'm hearing. I mean, I saw somebody ask on the chat, like, can it be transmissible? I, I have no idea. I, you know, I, and I think my response was just don't get bitten. I mean, don't let them bite you. So that's, but I, I would just be situationally aware, be, start being prepared. You know, I don't think you have to go so far yet and buy a suit of armor like they used to wear in the medieval days. I don't think that's appropriate yet. I don't know that we're quite yet. If you, by the way, Duncan does Duncan uh, kilted Christian does great leather work. So if you want to get leather a body armor, I think he makes some. He'll make you some. That'll be pretty good. But um, <laughs> yeah, I did make that comment. I don't know that we're at the medieval body armor yet <laughs> i don't know where we are this is like insaneville i'm sorry i'm just i'm sitting here just kind of rolling my eyes at like now wait a minute two years ago we were like wondering if trump was when the, when the impeachment was going to be over for trump and when he was going to get reelected. and two years later we're literally hearing about mobber virus and we're, we're going to the gnashing of teeth and your neighbor's going to eat your cat. I mean, this is kind of like the way this narrative goes. And this is the entire insanity of the entire world right now. I don't know how else to say it. It's like, oh, darling, uh, anything news in the news today? Well, yeah, honey, um, just found out a simple little thing. Uh, sounds like our neighbors who got injected are probably going to become uh, zombies uh, soon and they'll uh, be bleeding out of their eyes. Uh, just don't be surprised if they start gnashing their teeth and want to come bite you. And uh, if you see them chewing on the dog, uh, probably a good time to lock ours up inside. I mean, that that's literally like breakfast talk now. <laughs> it's just completely crazy. But here's, a, here's the bottom line, Patriots. And this is the whole thing about this and kind of why I wanted to walk through this tonight. We have to have laughter. And... It, if you haven't seen my film, which I just looked tonight, we're, we're, we're putting the links back up under the podcast. I apologize. We did some updates on all the um, information under the podcast. And hopefully by the end of the week, all of the podcasts, well, at least back to February, will have the link underneath for the free down, download in the film. And I bring it up for a very particular reason. The film is a free download, so I'm not trying to pitch you a product. I do. I would like you to see the film. I think it was very well done. It won. It was awarded in an Emmy for some of the photography in there. But the reason I bring it up is there's a very particular scene at the end of the film that those have seen it know that in the middle of a pretty bad ambush, one of the guys is up here and it still cracks me up. And it's it's crazy firefight and he's. The Canadians always teased about the fact that all their government wanted them to do was go into villages put and put in wells. And so he raises his head up on this rock and he says, we're here to give you a well. We're here to give you a well. And then he just unloads with his 
his rifle is the equivalent of an M4 and just starts, I think they call it a C6. And he just unloads fire down on top of him. So my point of this is, even in the midst of what seems like sometimes the worst situation, God gave us humor for a very particular reason. Humor is very empowering. It's very healing. And it also repels fear. And it, and it squelches anxiety. And so we stay true to the voice of God. So in all of this, and this is even part of it, I read this tonight, and it does make me laugh because, like, I mean, this can't get crazier. I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure they'll find a way. We still have a couple of things. We have Marburg virus, and we've got alien invasion coming somewhere along here. That's got to happen. And it's going to happen. I mean, this is what these people are doing. So just keep things in perspective and 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 just you know when you see stuff like this <laughs> just walk through these scenarios and you're like you know like I do it all the time I'm like what am I literally what am I gonna do when I go out and I see my neighbor like chewing on the fence post I'm like I don't know I'm gonna be like you okay I'm like uh no you're not okay well um I'm going to have to go like, uh, would you like a Nephilim cookie? Because maybe that'll help. Or or would you just like the standard cookies for the the, the little animal cookies out of the box? I have no idea. But it's going to get pretty crazy. (laughs) By the way, if if your neighbor does start chewing things and you've got, like, if you've got some fire brush on the back of your property or you've got a tree, maybe just put a yoke around their neck and, tie them up and let them start chewing on that. That might be better. Who knows? But I'll tell you, keep the humor and don't, don't get worked up about this stuff. Where this is really important in the prayers in our relationship with Christ is that as we have those conversations with God and with Christ, and I'm look, I've been irritated about stuff. I've had some, you know, intense concerns about things. And, um, I just bring them to God, and I just chat about them, and we have a conversation. And, and I don't always get the answer right away. Sometimes I'll be, and maybe it's, I go through the night, and maybe it takes a couple days, but pretty soon the clouds start to clear. And here's what I know ultimately. This is one thing I hate about The Walking Dead. Walking Dead's so dumb as a show. I've seen, I used to watch it pretty regularly, and then it just got so graphic. I was like, I can't stand this, because all I'm seeing every night is more people getting axed to death. And that's why they did it, too. They wanted to mainstream the idea of killing each other, which is ridiculous. Normalize the murdering of people by saying that they were zombies. There's really nothing to fear. God's got this and has us. And we can't control what these numbskulls are doing. And so we're in the middle of a clown show. The one thing to keep in mind is they need your free will in order to succeed. And I and this is where all this comes, comes down to. They need your free will. Satan needs you to give, his, give him power with your free will. So if you start from that premise and you work backwards, you start to realize how Let's say that everything that we just heard from Todd Callender is true. That they do send a three, three one minute, eight megahertz frequencies or whatever they said to to trigger 
these things. If By the way, if you can figure out how to do that with a little pocket toy and you want to go to a party and like trigger it three times and see what happens, run after you do it, by the way. But anyway, um, could you imagine like having the, the trigger code for, for the Marburg virus and go to somebody's party and just like start pressing it for the three minutes and see what happens? I'd be like, <laughs> holy cow. I'd be like, hey, uh, got to go. Hope you have a nice day. See ya. Whoa, out of here. So anyway, um, but Satan needs your free will in order to take dominion, I mean, or take control. I mean, you have to give that up. And that's the principle of everything we've been dealing with all the way along. And I have talked a lot about free will, not recently, but I sure as heck talked a lot about it in the first year of this thing. And I'll, I'll do some more of that coming through this week. But the principle of free will is critical because God gave us free will. And Satan's wanting to use that free will so that we become subject to him. And hence that idea of getting the seed of the serpent in us. But that's a free will thing. People can say, well, I was pressured and I was coerced. Okay, yes, except you always have a choice. God always gives you a way out to endure it. And that's where we are right now is that Again, there's going to be, there very well could be this situation. They're going to make it seem crazy. They're going to try to use the government to force people to round up. You need to know your authorities. They're not going to move you. They're not going to abide by them. You have your rights to defend your property. The government can keep its grubby hands off of you. And they're going to use all of these pressures to try to convince you that it's a pandemic again that you need to go get shot if this is what they're going to do. But at the end of the day, I doubt this thing has any transmissibility. And I don't even think that these crazy things are going to want to bite much. They're just going to be gnawing on themselves and chatting, their, clacking their teeth. Because unlike the zombie apocalypse where everybody's getting bitten and it's spreading like wildfire, they're going to create that effect through the 5G wave because they've already controlled those who gave by free will their willingness to work under Lucifer. We, on the other hand, have not given our free will. And as long as we hold true to God, God will always give us a way out as long as we can just to endure it. But we have to have loyalty, faith to him, trust in him, and above all, no fear. So I like I said, my motivation tonight of playing this was just to have some discussion about this, to kind of laugh at it a little bit, but to keep things in perspective of where God's real strength is in all of this and the fact that we can and will always have strength through God in all of this. Because in the end, as it says in Galatians 7, 8, I'm sorry, 6, 7, 8, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, there will also he will also reap. For the one who sows his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. In this context, and I don't say this in any way in sarcastically, there is a there is a real interesting. Um, real realness in this idea of for when one's what for one who sows to his own flesh will reap flesh will reap the flesh 
corruption or the flesh reap. I can't even read. Will from the flesh reap corruption? This is really important because when we look at what has happened here with this this injection, people have literally sowed from their own flesh because it was from fear, and so there the idea of someone like suddenly losing one of their genes and chewing on themselves. There is a certain ironic truth to that if that was to happen. So again, kind of last words on this, as I've already paraphrased it a couple of times, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way to escape that you may be able to endure it. Really important, and that gets into everything that we talk about all the time. Don't be attached to idols. Don't be attached to things. Be prepared for change. Keep yourself, keep your head on a swivel. We're in very dynamic times. We're literally witnessing a collapse of the old guard. We have many, many people who have already submitted to that authority. And just take some good precautions in your life. Have a go bag ready. And spend some time with God and laugh a little bit. Because there's nothing else we can do about it. I mean, this is like something out of Homer Simpsons Simpsons episode right now, I swear. Patriots, that's all going to rest in the end of the day to me on our strength in God and our trust in him. I think that's the greatest part about all of this. Let's pray. Father, we want to just thank you for our ability in all of this time to laugh. Um, I don't think we would have expected in our time to be told that we're going to have neighbors that were going to become a zombies and maybe even eating their cats or chewing our tires. We didn't quite expect that one. So, um, <laughs> this is a little crazy world we're in and uh, probably a little crazier than any of us ever expected. But we really just can't humble ourselves enough in in thanks for all of the abilities you've given us to talk through things and our trust in you to be able to laugh a bit, to look at the darkness of the humor even but to, in the end, just not be affected by the fear that they want so hard to put into our hearts. We know that Satan has no control over us, no, none whatsoever, unless we give it to him. So, Father, tonight we just we pray just for the strength of the many to have, and more than strength, the trust in you, that so many will find a greater trust in you and just know that it doesn't matter what's coming. This is literally a comedy show in many ways. It's a kabuki theater. And we just have to keep in mind that we're not part of that script and we're not part of that game and we're not part of that show. As long as we stay true to you, Father, we will be just fine. And and Jesus, we just know that you're with us all the time. So thank you. Thank you for this beautiful world that we have. Um, not really sure what I'm going to do when my neighbor chews my fence, but I'll figure that out later. We'll talk about it then. But in the meantime, 
thank you. And thank you for the unbelievable fellowship that we've developed as well through Bards Nation. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We just need to keep talking to one another. And that's important. Build your local Bards tribes, which is good. And we're we're going to be solid. It's going to get bumpy. I like this piece. I played this earlier today. Listen to this. Is it over or is it just beginning? Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Yes, it is. It's going to be a bumpy one. Buckle up, Patriots. I'm sure it's going to be kind of crazy going forward. There's no question about it. But we're going to do just fine. Remember, we are the plan because we are God's children. And we've been given the authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and to have dominion over all evil. Let us not forget that. Have a very blessed night. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. Bring whatever you've got in your heart that's causing you some anxiety. Bring it to God. He's there to give you some boost. And Christ will give you a nice touch on the shoulder and remind you everything's going to be okay. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time in this place for such a time as this. Though I don't think anybody, any one of us thought we would actually be living in a zombie apocalypse. I'll give you that. Let's keep this in mind. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. We have Dr. Artis who's going to be on part two tomorrow night on Bards FM. Thursday night, we have the resistance chicks on, which should be fun. So until then, or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something.
when sun sets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Something to find.